And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Sounds great. All right, Matt. How you doing? Well, um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing my best, considering uh, everything that's going on in the world. You know. Yeah. How, how about yourself? I'm fine. I'm getting used to um, homeschooling. I thought I was getting used to it. Now it's over. Oh, are you homeschooling some kiddos? One kindergartner who just graduated. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> graduated kindergarten. That's that's a big one. I know we had a, you know, there was a ceremony, a drive-through ceremony at school yeah. and everything. It was cute. Yeah, well, my my daughter is a high school senior, class of twenty twenty. Um, oh man, you know, heavy. They had all these plans: prom, all these summer activities. Her and a bunch of her friends were accepted to college together, university, and then everything changed. Um, God. And it's just been this collective trauma that these kids have experienced together, the likes of which, you know, I, I can't even imagine going through what these youngsters are going through right now. Um, you know, like this pretty big, important part in any kid's life has just been stripped from them. Yeah. It's a big uh, rite of passage for a lot of people. I mean, it's not necessarily like, you know, the most important thing by any means, but it's more of a collective experience that's just been just snatched and so now we're at this stage where like uh both my kids have been really careful about the virus stuff but you know they want to start their lives it's crazy it's just the weirdest experience my wife and I are just really trying to support our kids and just be there for them and you know just take the extra time and 
effort to just make sure that they're okay. <laughs> right. And then on top of that, yeah. it's all the all the political stuff and just like, you know, our, our future as touring musicians and just how it's all going to be affected. It's just like, I don't know, some days it's just like, I'm really trying to stay on track, but there was like a couple days last week where I was just like, do I put on right. a pair of pants? Do I, do I eat? It's just like, it did really fucking hit me hard <laughs> last yeah. week just for like a day or two. And I, I snapped out of it, which I always tend to do, but I've always tended to be sort of like focused. Like I, I, I you know, I, I really have, you know, the goals and I, you know, I, I just have like a, a, a working method that just got fucking just upended. <laughs> just like, well, I'm just going to take, I'm going to take a couple of days off and just fucking, I don't know, just mope. I tried not to bum out my family, but it was just like, God, I, I just need a couple of days here, guys, you know? And uh, so anyways, I guess it hits people differently at different times, but I was just fucking amazed at how hard it hit me. Yeah, I was operating pretty blindly and just, I don't know, maybe not accepting things for quite a while. Uh-huh. Just, I still haven't really said fuck it and 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 i think i should but just done nothing i think it'll make me anxious though how did did you actually end up kind of having a mopey day i sure did yeah in your yeah. pajamas how did it make you anxious or did it um i don't think it really helped anything i i just felt like you know i, I just need like a day to just kind of sit in my chair and just try to take it all in and not watch the news um i think that helped too um yeah but you know then I went outside and I, you know, walked my dogs and, and it was, you know, it, it all kind of came back, but, uh, right. but I think everyone's kind of feeling like, you know, it's just at some point it's just, it just kind of gets to it and you really have to kind of just take it all in. Yeah. Have you been close to any of the protests or marches? Yeah. Um, I haven't personally participated but my wife and kids have been active with some protesting and, and marching mm -hmm. my son lives near the chop you know the Chaz oh, chop zone yeah. up in capitol hill so we've been hanging out up there a little bit and yeah it's it's definitely a legitimate movement that's going on right now and uh yeah. you know it, people sure are is. fucking pissed man and i, I think, know i think it's Rightly really gonna so. hopefully enact some positive change in the world but one thing i'm seeing up there yeah. in the chop right now it's kind of turning into a little bit of a block party and so i think like that element is kicked in where it's like these are serious issues but we can also have fun and party you know so yeah uh so i think these two sort of conflicting you know ideas are kind of circling around there so i i have hope that it's going to end well but it's real tricky right now yeah i um i think i was up there when it was still Chaz. Maybe yeah. I've been since Chop. I've been at Chop and Chaz. Yeah. Um, and I saw some pretty moving speeches, actually. Awesome. I think I lucked out. And also saw what seems to be a little bit of a unfocused hangout gathering. Right. Which, all you know, we have all been inside also. Yeah. You know, I, I would prefer if it was a very focused gathering. But with this kind of festival atmosphere, you can kind of understand why... You know, a 19, 20, 21 year old's like, it's pretty cool to be outside Absolutely. throw a Frisbee. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, I totally so. get it. I, uh, you know, I, I, I really hope it, it turns out the way that uh, 
that it was originally planned. I agree, yeah. So, aside from the obvious, is there anything in the media that you've taken in in the last week that has been either, you know, something striking, again, aside from, uh, you know, the murder of George Floyd or the protests? You know, I'm thinking of something like a byproduct of of yeah. that. Well, you know, one thing that really hit home for me w- was all the toppling and removal of the Confederate statues. All of the monuments yes. to the Confederacy have always been there, to, you know, to some degree to, you know, it, it's been a symbol of, of oppression and, you know, just, just white supremacy. So I feel like that was like... That that wasn't like step in the right direction for our country to to sort of let the I don't know I don't I don't want to like blame the southern states or anything but there's definitely right. like a a divide there's always been a divide in our country I think that's a really positive step for us to try to wrap our heads around you know our our history as as a country I mean it's it's a pretty bloody messed up history like you know a lot of countries are but. Uh, I felt like that was a really positive step uh, forward, and um, just just the acknowledgement that the Confederacy was a anti-American experiment that failed miserably. That's exactly it, and you know, some were recognizing it at least a little bit with these with taking down these oh, statues. It, it's glorious to see that. You happen. know, I, I felt like that was that was pretty awesome, and like they're going to start taking them out of the out of the Capitol and all the portraits and everything, yeah. and. I was just amazed at like how many were were down there, you know, and even as north as far north as Virginia and stuff like that. But uh, um, so that that's one thing that kind of stuck out for me, anyways. Yeah. And, and so I started kind of delving into you know some of the history of some of these statues and the <clears throat> and um, yeah, you know these uh, Confederate generals and uh, soldiers and things like that, you know. And these people were fucking piles man they were fucking yeah you know know. the epitome of, of evil what about other media you've been reading any books watching any yeah well i guess other media besides the news i just read a really good book on stoicism which i I, I wasn't really aware of that uh, philosophical school that's been around since you know the ancient Greeks. Uh, so I, I learned a lot from that. I'm reading this weird book called uh, "Annals of Improbable Research." It's about like all these uh, weird like Nobel Prize scientists and things like that that are interviewed by these really wacky nerdy dudes, and the, and they're asked like you know what comic books they like, what music they like things like that. That's been kind of fun to read. Um, oh, I, I tend to read like great. a lot of nonfiction, I guess, right now. Yeah. I read a book on uh, how, how to be a tutor from the, you know, like tutor England. Uh, this woman named, I think her name is Ruth Gordon. She's written all these really cool books about like what, what it was like to live in Victorian England and like, you know, like just these crazy fucking stories of like these textile mills where, this, uh, you know, steam loom would, would break down. They only children were small enough to like reach their hands in to dislodge some thing that was, that was creating, you know, everything to shut down. Once these kids like, 
you know, got this wrench or got a piece of wool out of this enormous machine, it would instantly start up again. And, and so a lot of times these kids would lose their hands, fingers, but they hired these kids just because they were so small, you know? <laughs> so anyways, I'm reading, I'm reading a bunch of weird yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> um, did you have Pearl Jam or solo shows booked this year? Oh yeah, totally dude. Um, I had like March through November pretty much was my was my year um we started rehearsing in uh january i guess it was and february started rolling around and you know we saw the news and we kept rehearsing <laughs> and then we kind of you know we were rehearsing up to the beginning of march yeah and then we pulled the plug on i think it was the 12th or something like that i was going through my schedule last night and yeah i pretty much had the whole year booked yeah i i did too i think yeah so. yeah, yeah. I want to be careful, but at some point this year, I feel like I'm going to have to get in the studio. <laughs> I know, right? I the, I feel the same way. I was talking to someone, and they said, well, I mean, nothing's foolproof. We don't know what's going on, but if I was to quarantine for two weeks, meet my band, be in the studio for whatever, just stay with them, maybe we could rent a house, quarantine together, and then come home and quarantine again, Seems probably yeah. like it's safe, but well, I mean, if if we had testing available, we wouldn't have to do any of that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I've I've been thinking about that as well. It's like you know, I don't want to ask other people to come and do a situation where they you know might get infected or might I might get infected. So right. I'm always thinking about like you know the other people yeah in the room with me right now, and I I don't want to I don't want to put anyone at risk like that or get anyone in a situation they don't want to be in but i think like as creative people that's what we long to do yeah and um you know I, i've got a nice little home studio here it's super small but it's not the same no it <laughs> you know, just I, isn't I'm, I'm, I'm a collaborator yeah and i like to i like to work that way yeah i have a version of a studio at home but i also have a studio about two miles away and i've been starting to go there Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, so I can record down there. But again, collaboration is where it's at, man. Um, well, speaking of music, what do you say we play a, one of your new tunes? Let's do it. All right. This one's called Our Time Together. Here we go. <laughs>
Ripper. I love it. 4-4, four, four, baby. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. I wrote a bunch of stuff in 2019 mm-hmm. and decided to record some more solo music and uh i hooked up with the melvins guys in january of 2019 when we did the uh, chris cornell tribute concert and i hadn't talked to those guys in a long time and so we stayed in touch and then i went down to la and recorded with buzz and and dale and steven and toshi in their amazing little factory studio that they got going on down there yeah i was there in february okay (laughs) And you did the Plan D, right? I Well, I did Plan D when Toshi recorded the drum record that me and Dale and Cody did together. Oh, jeez. He recorded my traps ago. five years ago, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah he said he, he was working on that thing for 10 years, Plan yeah. D. Does that mean yeah, we're so on a got, record together? We are. Yeah, right. Our first That's record right. together. That's right, man. Congratulations. So, yeah. Did, so um, did you did this down there, this tune? <laughs> Well, on that particular song that you played, uh, I recorded the drums, vocals, and some guitar and bass up here, and then I, re- then then Buzz put on all the solos and the rhythm guitar mm-hmm. down there. Um, and then there's like a few tracks where those guys play everything, and I'm singing or playing a little guitar and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it was great, man. They're just like they're just so talented. God, you know, it's I like know. anything you throw at those guys, they can do. It's like there's just no there's no limitations with those guys, man. And it's like, it's such a cool vibe. And it seems like they're more like a music collective now, like not necessarily like a rock band. Yeah. And I love that whole idea of like, you know, we got this core kind of situation that we got going on. Then we just bring in all these different people and we morph to what this different artist is doing or different band is doing. And yeah, they're, they're like super forward thinking, futuristic musicians that i really i really feel fortunate to continue to know and and work with yeah i agree i mean i i've always loved their music and since i've gotten to know them and known their work ethic and how they operate anytime someone asks me a larger question about band stuff just like being in a band Mm -hmm. my first my first thought is always the melvins just they're you know, merchandise, recording, collective recording, uh, collaborating, operating the business. You know, it's just yeah. how to be a band by the Melvins. Totally, Should man. be a book. Totally. They, they've got really good taste, you know. Like they do. They, they have really good, like, points of reference as musicians, you know. Like, uh, it's not just rock music, you know. It's like, it's all kinds of stuff. And uh, and they just mix it all together. Um And yeah, you're right, the work ethic thing, I found really impressive. been a song on repeat in your house in the last week i went through this like al green phase i played al green for about i don't know a week straight i think yeah tired of being alone just like you know all of his all of his hits you know that just amazing drumming and effortless like you know soul singing and i mean that production 
what is it Willie Mitchell the production yeah yeah and uh, just... uh Howard Grimes and Al Jackson Jr the drummers man oh just phenomenal it's just oh. and it's just perfection just yeah yeah oh, i love it i love it so i i, I really geeked out on, on al green for a while i tend to go back to the things that turned me on when i was younger um mm-hmm. but then again you know like my kids have really gotten me into some good new music uh, like the internet thundercat sid the kid um tyler the creator that you know that kind of kind of futuristic music that's a huge part of the youth culture right now um one last thing. Do you have any advice for people to get through this, this stuff? Or what do you do to get through the week? Mental health, physical health? Well, I think um, physical health has been really key for how I'm dealing with it. I've always been a runner, swimmer, cyclist, but I'm not doing any of that stuff now. So I'm just trying to walk my dogs and uh, go out with my kids and my wife. So I'm just kind of keeping it really centralized to my immediate family right now. I, I take care mm-hmm. of my mom. She's 90 years old and she lives close to me. Make sure my kids are having a good day. So I don't know if I have any advice other than just, you know, just listen to your body, you know, and, and listen to, just give yourself enough time to kind of like process all this because it's, you can't process it in one day or in a week or in a month. It might take, it right. might take years, man. It's like the the fallout from all this stuff is gonna it's gonna last so I, i'm I'm taking it day by yeah. day no that's great yeah. i'm trying to do the same i'm trying not to look too far and past and how it was yeah. and what it might be in the future that's right i don't know we're just gonna have to adapt you know we're gonna have to yeah figure the shit out yeah and <laughs> it's good talking to you man <laughs> yeah good talking to you i appreciate it okay dude all right i'll talk to you later okay bye bye